Merry Christmas Day. Do you ever stop to consider where you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Given that we're on YouTube, some of you stumbling upon this video may not have even been alive 15 years ago. Nevertheless, when we look back on our past, we sometimes find out that our present makes a lot more sense. In this message, we'll reflect on Christmas by reflecting on our past. Check it out. Let us pray. O oh God, open our eyes to empathy, curiosity, and humility, that we might be generous and compassionate toward others and ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Christmas is all about the light overcoming the darkness. That's the central metaphor of this day, and it's what we observed just hours ago on Christmas Eve. Last night, we lit candles and raised them into the night sky as a hopeful act of defiance against the darkness. It's a bold action, echoed by the prophet Isaiah in today's scripture reading. Arise, shine, the prophet says to the Israelites, for your light has come. John would later tell us that this light is Jesus, whose life is the light of all people. His light shines in the darkness, John says, and the darkness of this world could not overcome it. Even the historical origins of Christmas are about light overcoming darkness. When the Christian church began observing Christmas, it coincided with the Roman pagan festival of light called Saturnalia in mid-December to celebrate the gradual lengthening of daylight past the winter solstice. In fact, with all of the Christmas carols that we have learned and cherished over the years, it's interesting to note the very first Christmas carol ever written. It was written by St. Hilary of Poitiers 1,700 years ago, even before Christmas became a formal observance. And what do you suppose that very first Christmas carol was about? It was about Jesus being the light. It was called Jesus, Light of All Nations. And it says this, Jesus, devoted redeemer of all nations, has shone forth. Let the whole family of the faithful celebrate the stories. The shining star gleaming in the heavens makes him known at his birth and going before has led the Magi to his cradle. Catchy, huh? I'm sure it's saying better in Latin. This is all to say that with all the traditions that you and I associate with Christmas, you know, family gatherings and holiday decorations and gift exchanges and getting up early, all of these grand and beautiful annual traditions, the most essential and most basic character of Christmas is this. Darkness does not prevail. Light eventually breaks through. It's the light of God in Jesus. So if there is any one thing that I invite you to remember on this Christmas morning, it's this. The nighttime of your life will not prevail. The burden of darkness that you are carrying will not endure. Nothing, nothing about your life is permanent because the light of Jesus will always find a way to break through. Now I know it may not feel that way to you right now. I know that for the past four weeks, we've been talking about the promise of hope and joy and peace and love to be born into your life and into the world. You know, Advent has a way of raising our hopes and expectations 
which we often take to mean that somehow, once December 24th rolls around and we raise our candle to the sky in worship, that somehow something mystical or magical will vanquish every hardship we're facing. Or, or we may come to this moment hoping that just because it's Christmas morning, somehow all of these festive gift exchanging and family gathering will suddenly make all our despair disappear. As if the light of Jesus was like a, a light switch that gets flipped on December 25th. Well, that often means that when December 26th rolls around, like it will for all of us tomorrow, we might find ourselves sitting there thinking, huh, has anything really changed about my life? I mean, maybe it will have, maybe it won't. Or maybe you'll find yourself a little melancholy, even disappointed. Life feels just as hard now as it was before Advent. So all this business about light breaking through and defeating the darkness, well, it may sound a bit hollow to you. It's understandable to feel that way. So long as we think of Christmas morning as some kind of finish line that was supposed to mark the end of a hard race, it's understandable to feel a little wanting if we thought that somehow going through the right motions or getting ourselves spiritually positioned correctly and doing all of the, all of the proper observances of Christmas was somehow supposed to lead to something dramatically or suddenly better once December 25th, 2022 rolled around. But as I have often said throughout my tenure here at the church, God is not a vending machine. And no proper combination of actions or button pushing or coin counting will get you the sudden benefit that you were expecting. Besides, maybe that's not the way the light of Jesus works all the time. Yes, I mean, sometimes the transforming power of God is like a light switch that suddenly and quickly makes everything better. But maybe the light of Jesus is also more gradual, more continuous, but just as relentless. Maybe the transformation at work in your life is less like turning on a floodlight and more like how the daylight gradually grows longer after the winter solstice, or how the room gradually grows brighter as more and more candles get lit one at a time or how the sun rises in stages until the dawn is unmistakable. That's how I would prefer to think of the light of Christmas for you and me right now, because it would remind us that darkness will not prevail even if you can't see the light right now. Your suffering is not permanent, but the light is breaking through, even if you can't see it fully right now. I once had a therapist years ago give me a nugget of insight that forever changed my perspective on life. She told me of a study that revealed that on average, a person's stage and situation in life changes dramatically every five years or so. It means that whatever kind of life you're living right now, whatever unique combination of joys and hardships that you're carrying right now, it is not permanent. Five years from now, your life will be different in ways that you cannot predict. 
just as your life was different five years ago from the life that you're living now, and different from 10 years ago, and 15 years ago, and so on. And you know what? She has been right, just as I'm sure it's true for you. Five years ago, my life was before the pandemic, and how different was life back then? So much of my life and ministry and perspective has changed over these past five years. Ten years ago, I was living in Iowa. I had no idea whether I'd be living there for the rest of my life or whether I'd ever be coming home to Florida. What I knew is that my daughters were younger and their mother and I had just separated. The burdens of my life felt so heavy and insurmountable ten years ago. Exactly 15 years ago was the year that my family and I decided to leave Hyde Park United Methodist in Tampa and my family in St. Petersburg and move to Iowa. There was so much anxiety and uncertainty about that move, which, which turned out to be a great and amazing time in so many ways. But I didn't know that back then. 20 years ago, I'd just become a new parent Grace was about a year old, and everything about our lives had changed once she was born. It was a new set of uncertainties and challenges, as well as joys. Exactly 25 years ago, I became a minister in the United Methodist Church. I was very green, very inexperienced, very apprehensive, very excited about what the future would hold for me. My stage in life was so very different in 1997. And 30 years ago, I was in college, still thinking I was going to be a doctor, still wrestling over my faith. And that year, I had just met a woman who would eventually become my wife and the mother of our two girls. Every five years, your situation in life changes for the better, sometimes for the worse but never forever. So maybe the essential character of Christmas is not that somehow with just the turn of a daily calendar and the arrival of Christmas morning that all of our problems will be gone all of a sudden. Maybe all this talk about hope and joy and love and peace does not mean that everything is instantaneously going to be okay. I think that what we're celebrating here today is how the light is not just powerful, but persistent, even if it seems imperceptible. The light of Jesus is gradual, reliable, and faithful. The darkness of night may get longer during the winter, but it will eventually give way to the lengthening of daylight. And so it is for your life. God sees the whole of your life through a broader lens than you can see in the moment but you will begin to see transformation in retrospect. The long winters of suffering that you went through five years, 10 years, 15 years ago seemed, seemed insurmountable at the time, but they were temporary. And in those years, when you celebrated Christmas morning in those times, you may have thought that the promise of hope and joy and love and peace did not come through, but it was happening just just more subtly and inconspicuously than you could notice at the time. So, on this Christmas morning, take heart. 
I can't say it any better than the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Let's pray. God, thank you for the light of Jesus and the gradual, faithful way that you are working to transform us and the world. Teach us patience and trust that we might claim the hope that you provide. And thank you for the evidence of your power at work that we have seen in the rearview mirror. Help us to make Christmas a living reality, just as your son Jesus lives and reigns in us. For it is in his name that we pray. Amen. I hope this message gave you some new ways to think about how God can work in the world and in your life. There are reflection questions in the notes below that you can use to take this message further. And if you want to talk about this message with other people or join us in worship, visit hydeparkumc.org forward slash next steps to learn more. We'll see you next time.